When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world of chaos, there's only one man who can help us. It's Mr. Neil Rick. How are you, Neil? I'm all right, yeah, thank you. Thanks for that um, introduction, no pressure. <laughs> I was no going to go full Batman, do the voice and everything, but I sort of went with a, a, halfway, a halfway house. Uh, crazy day, though, isn't it? What's going on? It is. It's, I've said this before, it's like a, a bit of a newsroom exercise, university newsroom exercise at the moment where the story keeps changing. It's been the case for Double Game Week 22 all week, mm. and we've had a postponement today, if you hadn't already gotten onto the news. So Leicester v Burnley's gone, and there might be more to follow. There's, there's rumours as we film this that Arsenal are potentially looking into a, a postponement of the North London derby, but that's still rumour at this stage. I've only seen it reported by, I think it was Nick Ames of The Guardian, so keep your eyes and ears peeled on internet between now and half six, because there could mm. be some more developments. Oh God! Uh, people weren't too too keen on your introduction. Um, I stand I stand by it. <laughs> uh, I should say welcome to another video from Fancy Football Scout. This is your uh, weekly team news, probably the most important video of the week. Uh, yeah, quite a bit to get through and talk about. So let's get straight in. Uh, thought I'd start with just the COVID news. You mentioned just a second ago. Obviously, the Leicester Burnley game is off, and there's some rumblings about other games being called off. I mean, the Watford Burnley game is is potentially in a doubt as well. I guess. Yeah, that's a good point now because it was Burnley who requested the, the Leicester game to be called off. And I think it's on Tuesday, isn't it, the Watford match, which is only three days after after the Spurs game. So that has to be in, in some doubt, you'd think. Um, I believe there was five players tested positive for COVID ahead of the FA Cup match. So that might give them an extra 24, 48 hours or so to, to recover in time for, for the Watford game. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be buying any Burnley players or hoping that or expecting that Watford double because that one could be at risk as well oh, so people like looking to buy King for example are going to be yeah. worried aren't they that it's, it's not going to go ahead oh nasty okay let's go into uh, the first game of the week which is tonight so it's a 6.30 deadline uh, a very important game for myself as a Brighton fan up against uh, Crystal Palace. The M23 derby didn't know it was called mm. that went on the FPL show yesterday they asked me what road connects Brighton and Palace didn't have a clue. <laughs> My dad will be fuming uh, if he listened to that. Uh, but I didn't send him the link, so he probably hasn't. Um, anyway, what's going on on the injury front for these two teams? Yeah, anyone who's read my team news entry will be will be aware that I'm fond of referring it to the M as the M23 derby. So uh, yes, Brighton pretty quiet actually on the on the team news front there. They've got Dunk, uh, Samiento, and Mwepu are out of this one. Dunk could return for the second. Game Week 22 feature, however, he is going to be returning to training on Sunday. So he's a possibility for uh, for that game. But otherwise, he's out of this one. Um, Basuma's away at AFCON as well. This is, this is the first of many mentions I'll, I'll make of the Africa Cup of Nations in this team news yep. video. So Basuma's out. Um, but otherwise, I think they're okay. That's good news. Does Lamptey start both? I guess that's the question that... A few people well, have. they've got a fairly generous turnaround in the game times. So I think it's Friday, Tuesday, Sunday. 
mm. which is better than Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. It goes without saying. And um, so, yeah, I think it's it's he was rested last week in the FA Cup and the space now between the games is positive. Maybe he won't start all three in a row, but I think he, he, he has been starting the first two and then maybe been rested in the third. Mm. I know that happened over Christmas, didn't he, when he came off, he started the first two, I think came off a bit early against Chelsea and then was benched against Everton. So um, I think it's he has been building up gradually over the last few weeks and months to this sort of thing. And he did last 90 minutes twice, I think, in, in December. Um, so I'd be fairly confident. I wouldn't want to put any money on it. And if you're concerned about that, of course, it's the, it's a fellow on the opposite flank who you want. Yeah. Um, who has, I think he's been an ever-present starter ever since he made his debut in game week four. So um, if, you, if you are at all worried about minutes, then the slightly, I'll say a slightly more boring pick, but he's, he's creating lots of chances and he's, he's mm. a bat monster as well. He's, he's, he's really, he ranks really highly in terms of bonus points this season. Uh, Cusarella we're talking about here. Uh, so, um, yeah, he's obviously the... I think he's only expensive. less exciting because he, Lamptey is so exciting <laughs> to, to own. Yeah. It's probably anyone, I think anyone compared to Lamptey is probably the less exciting option just because he plays basically as a striker <laughs> in the penalty area. Um, it's just those yeah, minutes. Precisely. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, let you say. Um, okay, uh, Palace? Um, Palace, uh, again, pretty quiet as well. They've got MacArthur still out and they've got Tompkins out as well. Uh, it'll be weeks for them. Apparently, they've got three players at AFCON. So, Zaha, Jordan Ayew and uh, Kouyate. They're all away. But apart from that, nothing that we've heard about. Uh, specifically, um, Gallagher made his comeback last week. There was a line on, on Guaita. Vieira did say that everyone was fit other than the names I already mentioned. But then went on to say that um, he wasn't fit enough to feature against Millwall last weekend and mm. would hopefully be back for, for this fixture. So... I'm assuming he's fine, and um, I just wasn't risking it in a, a a cup match against sort of championship opposition. Um, but there was a bit of a, a concern about uh, about that quote, which was to- tossed in late in the press conference. Mm. But Vieira did give a clean bill of health before that, so I'm assuming it's, it's very minor in nature. Mark's got a greater and Ramsdale, so yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah, isn't it? So unfortunate. Uh, right, yeah. next game, uh, the big game uh, tomorrow afternoon is Manchester City versus Chelsea. Y- you've always loved Pep Guardiola's Pep conferences, and and today was no exception, I believe. Yeah, where do we start with this? Um, <laughs> we don't know who's had COVID. We don't know who's currently got COVID, and we don't know who's who's recovered from COVID. Good. Um, so they Pep said that they've got some people coming back. Um, and some people are positive again, which I, I think he was talking about um, people who haven't yet returned to negative tests. He, he went on to say, if you test twice negative, you can come back. Otherwise, you stay at home nicely. He was then asked if he had any new cases. And he said, yes, they do have some new cases. Didn't give any names um, as to who was affected. We do know who missed out last weekend, of course, in the FA Cup. So they played Swindon with a, with a very decimated squad. Um, Foden and Zinchenko had already been confirmed as having COVID, I think, or certainly ill, and they'd been out since, I think it was game week 21, so you, you'd assume that they're the nearest to a return. Um, but there was there was names absent on top of that as well. Sterling wasn't there, um, uh, Grealish, uh, Fernandinho was out as well, there was a few others whose names elude me. 
um, but we're talking fresh cases as well now. So it really is a bit of a, a lottery as to who is going to turn out for this fixture. I mean, you wouldn't probably be buying City assets anyway for this one because of the doubles elsewhere and the fact that it's Chelsea. I know Chelsea's not in tremendous shape at the moment, but you probably wouldn't be buying anyone anew. So you just play the likes of Cancelo and Ford and Mamie and then hope for the best. If they've got COVID, they're not going to be on the bench and you're going to get Well, I, I am thinking about De Bruyne because it's De Bruyne or Fernandez. I'm probably going to bring him in. in. And it's just because City have got a good run after the Chelsea game. Maybe got, yeah, from 23 onwards, it is good. Um, I'm assuming you'll be in, the, in, a, in a select band who are, are not looking at double game week targets as underwhelming as they are. Um, well, it's, but, it's, it's Fernandez or De Bruyne, but I'm yeah, not sold on so Fernandez at all. I would I would assume that that update from Guardiola probably puts you off De Bruyne, would it? Because you just don't know if De Bruyne is going to be well, it does. the one who's, who's oh, out. It's it's so, yeah, we'll, we'll try and see if there's any <laughs> any um, photos emerging from the training ground. I suspect they'll probably shut all that down because they don't want to give the game away mm. to Chelsea as to who's available or not. But we'll, we'll keep an eyes peeled on, on the likes of Getty images, see if anything comes through. But um, your guess is as good as mine at the moment who, who recovers. Interesting using COVID to, you know, your advantage in different ways. You know, yeah. Blocking the training picks or, you know, games postponed, all that kind of stuff. It's strange times in the league. I've got I've got the list here, by the way, in terms of the the players who did miss out last weekend. I, I only remembered three of them. Um, Ford, uh, Ford and Zinchenko were mentioned, and Sterling, Grealish, and Fernandinho. Edison and John Stones were the other two who weren't involved at Swindon of the seniors. Yeah. So um, maybe those ones will be near in a return, and fresh ones will be absent. Yep. And Chelsea. Chelsea. Yep. Um, we've got uh, much of what we already knew. So James is out. Chilwell's out. Chalaba's out as well. Christensen's a fresh addition to that list. He's got COVID. We do know who's got coronavirus at Chelsea. But everyone else is seemingly fit and available for selection. Amazing. Your team next, Newcastle. A couple of new signings. Happy with them? Yes. Um, I mean, Wood isn't one to get the pulses racing, but it's probably a sensible move. Mm. Um, he's got some... Premier League now, so you know he scored uh, uh, ten goals. I think each of the last three or four seasons. He's not having a great, great, great campaign this year, but I think he did exactly the same last year, where he started slowly and then, and then came into form belatedly. Um, he's also a name who you could probably keep in the Championship if we did go down, which is definitely a possibility. He could, he could get you back up. So yeah, I'm, I'm fairly happy with with Wood and, and very happy with Trippier, who uh, I can't believe was swapped. Madrid for <laughs> side relegation scrap, but here he is. I suspect the wage might have had something to do with it. But um, yeah, uh, pleased with pleased with him. Um, both of them are available for selection. Mm. Wood was carrying a tight groin after that FA Cup uh, defeat for Burnley last weekend, but um, Howe said this morning that he's ready to play, so we're assuming that's fine. There are some problems for Newcastle. They've got... Um, uh, Joe, uh, Monkey was suspended. Fernandez is still out. Wilson, of course, is out for a long time, two months, I think. Hayden's out as well. How said they've got a few knocks and niddles. They've got a few COVID cases as well. So not, I did, no one was mentioned in terms of who's got COVID, but I had a look at the training ground images and there was no Sean Longstaff, Darlow, Clark, Woodman, Willick, uh, or Dubravka. I'll come on him in a second. Um, so we're assuming that the, the cases come from that lot. 
Lewis and Dumont Arnie are in a return there, edging closer, according to Howe. Dubravka, as I mentioned, he's got a toe injury from last weekend, but Howe says he should be fine. He wasn't pitched in training, which leaves us with, I think, Gillespie is the only goalkeeper. But, um, yeah, Wood and Trippier are probably coming in for the debuts. And um, as well, um, Lewis is fit enough. Otherwise, Richie will probably continue at left back. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Big game, Neil. Big, big, yeah, big game. Yeah, the proverbial six-pointer. Yeah, mm. and we've got a few of those coming up. We've got a decent run of fixtures on the horizon. And this is, you know, if you don't pick up points in these, then I think we're done for, really. Mm. Yeah. And how about your opponents, Watford? Uh, Watford, um, well, good news if you own Dennis, because originally Watford put out a medical bulletin saying that uh, him, Foster, Firmina and Cavaselli would have to be assessed after returning to training, see whether they uh, were ready to return. But Ranieri went one better in his press comments and said they're all available, including Dennis. Dennis is the one we're interested in, of course. So you would assume that he starts. Of course, he came off early against Spurs, but now we know it was a knock. Elsewhere, um, Nkulu, Etebo, Ismail Assar, all in the injury list. Uh, Loser, uh, Trust Ekong and Messina are all on AFCON duty. They've got a trio of new signings, though, and all of them are available. So Samir, uh, Kayembe and uh, Hassan Kamara, who's a left-back, they're all in contention to play this weekend. Can't say no too much about them. Are they are they kind of first-team players, or are they sort of more squad I don't think anyone really knows. I'm assuming Kamara comes in at left back because uh, Messina's away at uh, Afcon and Rose mm. is very much out of favour now. Samir, I think, definitely is. He's a centre half player for Udinese, um, not a FPL target, but I think definitely an upgrade on what they've already got. Can play as a back, as has been playing in a back three as well, so they might switch formation. Uh, I don't know much about the midfielder to be honest. He's a he's a box to box midfielder apparently, but uh, I don't know much beyond that. Mm, you see. Uh, and Ben Foster back, who a lot of people have got on their bench, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, Ben Foster's back. Um, we don't know if he's going to usurp Daniel Batman because um, Batman had a decent game against Spurs, made some a couple of good saves. I think one thing you would say, and what fans do mention, is that Foster's distribution is better. Mm. Batman, um, it's turnover overdrive with Batman because uh, they, they gives the ball away so much, and I think that's one thing in Foster's armory that Batman hasn't got so we're uh, not entirely sure it'd be harsh if Batman was dropped yeah um given that he hasn't done anything particularly wrong and Foster's only just Batman training so um yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be bringing either of them in. no definitely in. not um just before we move on I just want to say we've got 2,178 people watching live which I think is probably the most we've ever had on one of these wow. team news streams um, if you could all like the stream, don't do it for me. Do it for Neil, who's so dedicated to these and you know knows everything. So yeah, make sure you like the screen. Make sure you're subscribed uh, to the YouTube channel as well, because you get updates when these uh, go. They tend to be three o'clock every every Friday, but you never know. We could always change it around, and you want to be alerted if if any changes do. But yeah, appreciate everyone everyone in the chat and you know everyone watching. It's um it's great to see so many people tuning in for this. It shows yeah, I think there's a lot of panic going on at the moment, Neil. Across the board. <laughs> uh, okay, next up is uh, Norwich. Norwich against Everton. Yeah, if you see me distracted throughout this video, as you've probably already gathered, it's because I'm trying to fight about five different fires here on a Friday afternoon with various uh, various things at work. But yeah, Norwich. Sounds like you. Uh, um, Norwich are in decent shape. Nothing, nothing too new. Cantwell's back from illness and Josh Sargent's 
available again. He was attending the birth of his child last weekend. They've still got Rupp, Umar Bamadeli, Zimmerman, Norman and Gilmore out. But uh, apart from that, um, as you were really from the from the West Ham game. Yep. And Everton, Everton some good news for, for yeah. a change for Everton. Yeah. Come back refreshed from their various injuries and illnesses over December. And they've only got one player definitely out. And that's Tom Davies, who's a bit of a footnote anyway. So everyone's back in training. Um, they will have to assess a few players for match fitness because they've been out for so long. Richarlison being one of them. Yerry Mina as well. Um, Branthwaite and Delph have also returned to training this week. Uh, Calvert-Lewin um, wasn't risked in the FA Cup last weekend. I did see um, some quotes and suggestions that he got a tight thigh, but I think it was this was more precautionary in nature because he got 90 minutes in that first league match that he, that he played after a long absence. Um, and he's been training all week. He's been cited at training. There was even a... Uh, hint at the lineup because there was an 11 aside match going on and the predicted 11 in the in the team news tab which you'll see was the one all wearing or bibs right. the same color bibs Bib theory. this has happened before and they've slightly hoodwinked us so i don't think they're naive enough to give a game away and then post it on the website so as i mentioned in the team news tab you wouldn't be surprised to see someone like townsend come in for gomez mm. but that 4-3-3 setup with uh, mike lenko making his debut at left back and calvert lewin leading the line um was the one we saw on the training ground Interesting. But, uh, who knows? I think it would break my heart if I ever heard you describe me as a footnote, by the way, like you did uh, Tom Davies. <laughs> <laughs> Very harsh. Uh, okay, Wolves. Good news from Wolves. Yeah, nothing new, according to De Bruno. And um, we're not expecting anyone back from injury. So that's Bolly, Johnny, Huang, Mosquera, and Neto. Some of them was already near in a return. I think, I think um, Johnny's back on the training ground. So it might not be too far away. Neto as well. Uh, Rowan Sice is away at African Cup of Nations, though. So it'll be either Dendonka or Marcel deputising at the back. We saw both of them play there in the FA Cup, I think a half each. Um, Marcel started there on the left, and then Dendonka dropped back in the second half with Kilman switching sides. So it's it's just a choice between those two. Um, and that's probably about it in terms of in terms of Wolves team news. Again, it's um, the question over whether Adam is going to get a chance in the league because he's been overlooked quite a lot. He started in the FA Cup last week, but has been continually linked for the move away and um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the bench again tomorrow. Yep. Sounds like a uh, good stag do. Bolly, Johnny and Huang. You know, the t-shirts. <laughs> Lads holiday. <laughs> was one of those, give that one from a couple of years ago at Brighton where it was a uh, bong, duff, <laughs> yeah. dunk. Um, yeah. It's great. Similar we put together like a first 11, like uh, Lads yeah. holiday. Exactly well, you see, Neil brings you know the actual quality to this stream, and I just make stupid jokes on that. Um, like anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Southampton, Livermento. Where is Livermento? He's supposed to be coming off my bench and get me points. Not even playing. Well, he's not going to do that this weekend. Unfortunately, nope. he's he's out. He's ruled out. As is uh, Smallbourne, and two COVID cases as well. Walcott and Elianusi. Jeanette was also away at the Afcon, so uh, all those are out. McCarthy, we think, is as well. No mention of him. Certainly not in the broadcast section. You will have noticed a flag on Armando Brewer as well, but uh, he wasn't mentioned by Hassan Huttle. He got a blow to the face, I think, late on in that win over Brentford, but there was no suggestions of any concussion. And I think he's been cited at training since then. So the flag, I would think, is just incidental and just precautionary in nature. I think he's going to be fine. Um, but yeah, Livermento is going to be back for this. He was back on the grass, I think, a couple of days ago. So that. They're managing him. Um, it's a fluid on the knee is a problem. 
Mm. That can be problematic. That can be troublesome. One of those where, where it hasn't got a timeline, you know, it can keep keep uh, keep happening. Um, so yeah, no sign of him for game week twenty two, and I would suspect they might not risk him in twenty three then, and then give yeah. him the the winter break to recover. Gonna have to get rid of him at some point, I think. Uh, Smallbone can join the stag group as well. That's a good name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Villa United. Interesting game, this one. Yeah. Mm. Well, anyone who saw the FA Cup game um, would have probably agreed that Villa was a better team, mm. despite the loss. Um, bossed the game for quite a long period. They've got two new additions as well. They've got Dina and Coutinho, both of whom are available, according to Gerard. I suspect we might see benches for at least one of them. I think Coutinho might start on the bench. Dina has got more of a chance, I would think, but... Again, I think both of those are out of the game in about five and six weeks, respectively. So mm. maybe he'll stick with target for this one. Dina will obviously, I think, oust him eventually. Uh, but yeah, Villar are without John McGinn for this. He's suspended. That's a big blow. Uh, Traore and Trezeguet are away at African Cup of Nations. Bailey's still out. Nakamba's still out, injured. Uh, Philogene Bades is also out as well. And there's, um, there was no mention of Ashley Young. But given that Gerard said the squad's going to be very similar. I suspect he's out as well. So it could be the same lineup that we saw against United on Monday, with the exception of Sanson in with for McGinn, and then the, the calls on Coutinho and Dina. As for United, this is the big news. Um, Ronaldo, of course, was flagged. He missed this cup match on Monday. Um, but him, uh, Maguire, Sancho, and and Phil Jones, all of whom have had muscle problems. Uh, Ranić said this morning that he expects all of them to be available for game week 22. So that's that's a boost. There were some rumours in the paper about Ronaldo being sent home from training, about picking up another injury, but Ranić has seemingly dispelled that. Um, so, so yeah, hmm. we'll take him at his word and, and hope he's not hoodwinking us. But yeah, they have got some absences. McTominay and Shaw are suspended. Pogba's injured and Eric Baisley on international duty. Uh, but apart from that, um, a full house. So United's in the predicted lineup. United is he? Sorry, is uh, Ronaldo in the predicted lineup? He is. Yeah, put him in. Yeah. Again, you have to sort of take managers at the word. We've not sussed out yet whether Rangnick's a, a Solskjaer 2.0 or <laughs> whether he's a, the genuine article. So I'll um, I'll put my faith in him. So yeah, I've put I've put Ronaldo up front. I have gone with a, a slightly odd formation. I mean, this was United have been playing in a four-two-two-two ever since he came to the club, but have deviated from that in the last couple of games. So there was a, um, a wing-back system against Wolves, briefly. There was a 4-2-3-1 against Villa, and then in the at the end of that game, they were playing a diamond. And uh, Ranić said that he quite liked what he saw in that system, that they sort of wrestled a bit of control back from Villa using that system. So given that it's the same opposition on Saturday, mm. I wonder whether they will go with a, a diamond. That's a good point. With, so that'd be Fernandez yeah. at the tip. Yeah, Fernandez at the tip. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess he could play further back, but less effective there. And um, they haven't really got any more number 10s, I, I would suggest. Van der Beek's an option if they do play Diamond as well. And given the form of Rashford and Sancho and Greenwood are all off the boil, um, there would be a, a course for dropping all three of them. Um, or pairing one of them with Ronaldo up top. So yeah, a bit of uncertainty in terms of the setup, but we can probably guess most of the personnel. Mm. No, um, no, McGinn's big for Villa. I didn't realise he was suspended because he played in the in the cup match when they played so well. And he's yeah. been one of the key figures for for Gerard. So not having him is quite big news. 
Yeah, and Sanson, I guess the, the sort of jury's still out a bit on him. There's, he's shone in, in sporadic moments in sort of cameos off the bench, but uh, yeah, he's, he's not he's not big in, basically. He will be a big loss. But um, yeah, I think he's, uh, um, he's one of the many who Gerard has kind of reborn ever since he came to Campbell was another one when he was playing. Jacob Ramsey looks brilliant as well. And he's maybe just starting slowly to get the best out of, of Buendia and, and Ings as well. Ings started a little bit better, I thought, mm. against United. Linked up well with Watkins. Um, so Gerard's he's doing well so far. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what he does with Coutinho and Buendia and Ings and Watkins. Yeah. Like, there's so many options there now. Um, yeah. If Coutinho can be like the central figure in that, I think he's a, he's a great pick going forward. Really, really excited to see him back in the Premier League. I love... I love watching Coutinho play. Yeah, yeah, if it can re- recapture half of what he was at Liverpool. He did mention previously, actually, about Coutinho playing as one of the number 10s. So that would mm. presumably be off the left, you know, one of the narrow wingers, and then walking through the middle, I guess, uh, eventually. But maybe not for this one. Yep. OK, uh, one of the best-looking single game weeks next, which is Liverpool against Brentford. What have we got from Klopp? Um... See that again. I, sorry, I was looking at uh, one of the myriad <laughs> messages in my inbox from from Ted. So I beg your pardon. Liverpool, uh, only two thousand seven hundred people watching Neil. You know, and uh, you're always watching Ted. It's it's fine. It's fine. Keep them waiting. That's what I say. Uh, Liverpool, Klopp. What's he said? Yeah, um, they've got uh, three very big names with Afcon, of course: Salah, Mane, and Keita, and four players who are still out, which is Thiago, Origi, Phillips, and Elliot. Um, they did get Alexson, uh, sorry, Alisson and Alexander-Arnold back from COVID in midweek. So they both played. Alexander-Arnold looking a bit rusty. Um, they did pick up some knocks as well. So um, these players on flag purely because Klopp went on to say they're not injured and that the medical department gave them the all clear. But uh, the distinction between knocks and, and injuries, I'm, I'm not too clear on. But anyway, Milner, Van Dijk and Robertson were the three who picked up knocks. Um, Klopp, of course, then going on to say that they're fine. But he did stress that there was a, you know, something could develop in the, in the ensuing 24 hours. Um, so that's that was an interesting line, I thought. So they've got they haven't got much to to re, uh, rotate further forward. They've got Oxley, Chamberlain, and Jones who could come in, and I suspect will come in for this to freshen things up. They could change their entire uh, change their entire back four. They've got um, uh, Gomez, Williams, Canati, and Simicast as all options in our back line. So. Um, It'd be interesting to see what he does because there's only three days separating this game and, and mm. the EFL Cup semi and then they will need a strong team up for for next Thursday, I guess, because of the, the delicate balance of that tie. goalless against Arsenal and um, they'll be playing, I guess, a strong team in that. So it'll be interesting to see if he does rest one or two big names for this eminently winnable home game, you'd think, on paper. Um, yeah. Alexander-Arnold just coming back from... COVID, might he get a rest? I don't want to scare him on. Oh, oh don't say it. that, Neil. <laughs> I've just done it. There you go. Um, so yeah, uh, that's uh, that's a Liverpool team news, I think, in a nutshell. Yep, very interesting. Uh, and how about Brentford? I mean, I've got Ethan Pinnock playing him. Not expecting a huge amount. <laughs> yeah. But he's probably but, the best well, option, really. Well, they've worse than the last one, and they conceded how many in that, in that first... Down, uh, so, yeah, they, they're not in bad shape. I mean, they're sort of getting towards the team they had at the start of the season. Um, so the, the first choice back three, who start the season as the first choice back three, they're all now available and, and playing together. Still conceded four against Southampton, I mean. Um, and Bimo's back, of course. He's back up top with Tony. And um, 
Can also look like he might miss this game. He's back from a, from a hamstring problem. Henry's also back as well. Uh, the only thing with Henry is they're going to make a decision on whether he's going to be able to start or not, or just be on the bench. So, in terms of absences from the from the first team we saw in sort of game weeks one to six or whenever it was, um, there's only really David Rea uh, who's out. They've also got um, Good uh, Onyeka and Josh De Silva. I think Fosu Henry as well, but they they're all kind of most of them bar Onyeka are sort of second string players. Zanka as well is very much a backup centre half, and, and he's still he's still out. So they're they're almost at full strength of what they were in in August um, heading into this game. But they have got off the boil of late, especially defensively. Yeah, and um, there's a reason why we've gone with two Liverpool picks in the, in the scout picks. Yep, absolutely. Uh, okay, West Ham carrying on their good form. They come to win against Norwich. Bowen could have had about five goals in that. Uh, game and they've got another winnable game on paper against Leeds. So how are West Ham shaping up? Yeah, they are still without Ben Rama. Of course, he's he's in Cameroon with Algeria, and they'll be without Ogbonna. Zuma's nearing a return. I think he's back on back on the grass and training. This may come too soon. I think um, Crestwell came back. Kufal came back from from different uh, periods of absences. Crestwell's was a couple of months. Was Kufal had just missed the FA Cup. Um, so I think on the sidelines, they've only really got uh, Ogbonna and um, that's it, I think, if Zuma's not far away from return. Mm. There, are, there were three absences from that Norwich game, Suchek being the most high profile, Noble and Fredericks also out as well. Now, Moy sort of implied heavily that Suchek may have COVID um, after that game, then sort of backtracked a bit today by saying that he didn't want to mention whether... Him and Noble had injuries or illnesses, but he was expecting one of them back at least this weekend. So if it's Suchek, he goes straight in, of course, into that centre midfield, and Lanzini can move further forward. If it's Noble, then then Moyes might stick with Lanzini because um, it's kind of a, a more aggressive front foot approach against Leeds, who are decimated by injuries, and he might he might Noble's legs against a. a Pressing team like Leeds, yeah, yeah. high octane team like Leeds might not be the game for him, so he might stick with Lanzini in there. Suchek's not back. Yep. And speaking of Leeds, they they're getting a few back potentially. But, yeah. To be fair, they are they are getting a few names back. Um, Bielsa said this morning that it is probable that Bamford, Pascal Strauk, and Rodrigo will be back for this. Now, all of them have been out for at least a month and haven't had any under 23s game time. Now, Bielsa traditionally doesn't risk players or rush them back. So I think Bamford and Rodrigo certainly you would think would start on the bench. Strout, he might rush back as he has done with centre-halves in the past just because they're, they're really down in that department. Um, Junior Furbo should be fine after a head injury as well. There was no mention of him so we're assuming he's fine. But they have still got a number of players out. So Phillips, Cuba, Shackleton, Cresswell, Gelhart are all injured and then Laurenti and Roberts are suspended. I think Roberts is injured as well as banned. Um, so they are short on numbers, um, but at least they're getting players back. So he, if Bamford isn't quite ready to start this one, then you'd think he'd come into the reckoning for game week, was it 23 next time? Same with Rodrigo, same with Stroud. So they are getting mm. you know, a recognisable team back after playing a lot of kids throughout December. Yep. yep. Uh, and then the final game, I guess we've got doubts, big doubts about, about this one going ahead, um, but it's Spurs versus Arsenal. 
you want to just give a bit of context on on why the Arsenal game is is such a is such a down? Yeah, it's it's because of Arsenal. It's it's Spurs are fine for numbers, really. I know they've got a few absences, but I think Arsenal started last night with I believe it was fourteen or fifteen senior outfield players in their squad. And that includes um, Patino, who was played in the League Cup. I think he counts. I'm not entirely sure about that. But they lost Jacka to injury. Sorry, they lost Jacka to suspension. They lost um, Cedric to injury. Saka came off with a, a reported problem. Chambers was limping at the end as well. So we're, they really are on the, on a threshold of a postponement. And that is reportedly what's in discussion at the moment. We haven't heard anything as of, what, 3.30? Mm. Nothing's come through just yet. Um they were also missing a number of other players. Kalasnach was out with a, a tight hamstring. Odegaard tested positive for COVID, so he's not going to be back for this. Wow. Um, Smith Rowe was still out. Tommy Asu was still out there. Both uh, were absent in the FA Cup for what seemed like precautionary measures for muscle problems. So those two weren't involved last night. And they've got players with African Cup nations as well. So Petlier, Thomas Party. Uh, El Nenny and Aubameyang, they've just let Balogun go on loan. They've just let Maitland Niles go on loan. So they really are down to the bare bones. Now, whether the Premier League will take a dim view of them letting players go out on loan when they, they had few numbers, I don't know if there's anything in the protocol for that. But that one looks, it's hanging in the balance, I think. And we'll have to keep It's amazing that a red card can count towards Yeah. Threshold. They're going to have to. They're going to have to. Probably at the end of the season now. They're going to have to rephrase the terminology because, mm. really, I mean, Arsenal's got how many COVID cases? They've got one, Odegaard, and the rest is either injury or suspension or Afcon. I think that's right. I think that's right. It's only Odegaard now. They have had other players in the past, but they I think they're now all back. Um, so one one player's out with COVID, and then the game's potentially at risk. So uh, yeah, that's that's the thing with that's the situation with Arsenal. We were. Arteta was down for a presser this afternoon, but he hasn't given it. I don't know if that's a, a bad sign or whether it was merely because he was uh, Arsenal playing last night. Often often press conferences appear on the list for a team who's played on Thursday, but it takes the form of a embargoed section or um, a one-on-one interview with Premier League productions. So that might be the case. Mm. Um, but maybe, maybe, that's, maybe he's not holding one because there's something up. But anyway... We'll keep our eyes peeled in the next three hours before the deadline. Um, it would certainly put me off bringing Spurs assets in, I think, for, for this now. Spurs themselves, I don't think they're in too bad shape. Conte said that Dyer is going to be out um, with a muscular problem, a small muscular problem. So he's not going to make this one. Uh, Bergwijn was out of Thursday. I think he's possibly leaving anyway. Son, of course, is out. He's the big name. He's not going to be back before February. Romero is nearing a return, but I don't think he's quite ready just yet. Um, but the bombshell from Conte today was that one fresh COVID case might be on the cards. They're assessing it. I think they're checking whether that is the is the case. I'm guessing that means a PCR test because a, a lateral flow has returned a positive. Didn't mention a name, though, so we don't know who that is. Another reason probably not to bring a Spurs oh, player in now. No. Not only is, is the fixture at risk, but there is one um, unlucky person who's, who's tested probably positive and who the who the, the result they're ratifying now. So it could be anybody. And um yeah, so obviously if you've got Spurs players then obviously you stick with them and, and play them. But I, I wouldn't be bringing anyone in now until we get any kind of confirmation from the Premier League. And even then what I've just said about Conte and his and his COVID case. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, that is it. That is your team news uh, this week. I sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing uh, with with my my team. I think I'm going to bring Bruno in. He seems to be about the only one who's who's left standing after all the postponements and doubts and everything. Um, I'm not exactly very confident about it, but that is likely what I'm I'm going to do. What about yourself? Are you? You know what you're doing? I, I do not know. I think Ronaldo is, is almost as much as dumb as limitation because he's going to be widely owned and captained, I think, in this. I haven't got him. Um, I hate playing FPL like that, but I, I've got myself into a sort of semi-decent position around about sort of 60k. Uh, I haven't worked myself back up there over the last few weeks. And then Ronaldo, if he if he does explode, which I'm not expecting him to because my United have been pony in recent weeks. Um, but if he does, I think just covering the captaincy option this week was... Horrible defensive tactical mood, which I might have to do because I've got Salah and Son still in my squad, so yeah. one of them is going to have to go, and I'll have the funds for a hit to upgrade Ronaldo. Um, yeah, so I may have to just bite the bullet and do it. I think if you haven't got Ronaldo, I think it's probably given given what we yeah. heard today, it's probably a fairly easy move. He's 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 got to be the standout now, standout captain. Yeah, I mean Kane and Madison were maybe factors, that's it. But... Not anymore. That's exactly right, Raz. I think it was. I was thinking about Kane, but then this news today. I think I'm. I'm. A, I'm going to leave well alone for that now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And um, we were so close hitting three thousand watching. We got to the highest I saw was two thousand nine hundred and ninety-two, which is I think is probably the most I've ever had watching any video that I've I've been on. Wow. Um, which is incredible. So yeah, just a final uh, call, just to like the stream if you've enjoyed it and to uh, subscribe to the channel. Three thousand. We've just hit three thousand. As I said that. There you go. Just hit three thousand nice. watching live. Amazing. I'm much more excited than you. You don't care. Uh, it's called the video guy. Right, everyone, thank you so much for watching. Uh, Neil, thank you as always. Uh, amazing information. Um, I'll add some timestamps to this video just so anyone can backtrack and have a quick thank look you. about what you're saying. Um, but I will see you next week. Hopefully things will be a bit clearer.